There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. Morning, Hello. Who remembers shopping? I don't mean trundling around the supermarket getting the weekly essentials. I mean non-essential shopping. Buying something for the pleasure of having it. Guilty treats. Spontaneous purchases of things we never knew we needed. And probably didn't need, but they look nice. It's been a while. For many people, the money they've not been spending is now sitting in bank accounts. And with non-essential shops and services like hairdressers reopening soon, they're being encouraged to spend it for the good of the country. Jonathan Prynne is on the story for the Evening Standard. Jonathan, just how much have we been squirrelling away during lockdown? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the savings ratio, which is the, the measure that economists use to, uh, to, to indicate how much we're putting aside, has soared over the last year. In tw- in 2019, it was it was around seven percent. Last year, it was uh, over 16 percent, and that that's a proportion of money that's been put aside out of your disposable income. And and that's for all the obvious reasons: people aren't able to eat out, they're not travelling to work, and all the costs of that entail. They're not going on foreign holidays, so people are just living more frugally than have been over the past year. And they've been able to build up these huge um, nest eggs. So I guess the question is, what are people going to do with those nest eggs now? That is a very, very good question. I think I, I think the assumption is that as the lockdown ends, uh, there will be an initial splurge as, as people rediscover fun, going out, meeting people, eating out, getting drunk, all, all that stuff. But the, I think the longer-term question is, will people go back to their old habits and will the savings ratio go back to pre-COVID levels or will it go down below pre-COVID levels and, and people start digging into that mountain of cash that they've built up over the past um, over the past year and, and actually spend far more than they have done historically because they can. And I think economists quite know yet which way it's going to go, but certainly in the short run, there's going to be a, a massive spike in spending and all those sort of forbidden pleasures that we've had to forego for such a long time. That is interesting because, you know, for decades we've been encouraged to become a nation of savers rather than a a nation of spenders. But we're at a point where our economy has been so badly hit by this pandemic. People are being encouraged, I guess, to get out there and spend their money. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, 
Paul Scully, the, the London minister, told us this morning, very in, in no uncertain terms, that you know people really ought to get out there and, and start spending money again to keep to, to prop up these sectors, in particular hospitality and retail, that have been so deprived of cash over the past years. And that you know they are sort of a lot of these businesses are just hanging on, uh, and that that sort of splurge of spending will be will be like an adrenaline hit for them and and, and keep keep them going really um i mean some businesses are probably beyond hope but a lot can get through especially as all the assistance that the government has put in place over the past years that will be taken away fairly quickly it needs to be replaced by consumers spending money in the way that they used to so i think i think there's a lot of concern in government that that those sectors in particular, which are huge employers in the in the UK economy, really, really do need consumers to go out there and, and spend, spend, spend. I wonder if another sector that might see a bit of a boost coming out of, of lockdown would be the housing market, because I don't know if we have any figures on this, but it just seems common sense that a lot of people who might not have been able to save up for a deposit to buy perhaps their first house may now be in a position to do so. Yeah, that that's a really good point, actually. I think a lot of people probably will look at it that way, that they've been able to put aside, you know, 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 pounds or, or whatever, or more maybe during during lockdown, and may now look at it and think, well, um, you know, fate has sort of thrust me into this situation where I've become a, a, a kind of accidental saver. And here I am with this nest egg that in normal times I'd never have the kind of discipline to to accumulate you know it, it's a one-off opportunity I really should do something sensible with it and and you know by any measure putting it aside for a deposit on a home is is a sensible thing to do with with a, with a bit of money that you've um, accumulated so I, I think that's a really good point and I I, I can see that happening um I and mean, you've got the added incentive for the next few months of the stamp duty holiday as well so there's there's an even bigger sort of carrot for you to to go out and and, and buy a buy a home so I mean, the housing market has been quite lively through through uh lockdown anyway so um but yeah i think there is definitely untapped demand as well for people who who will now think well that's that's a it's a one-off opportunity to put down some money on a property jonathan dean we're going to be seeing a bit of a, a bonanza for for retailers as when when they're eventually allowed to open up those shops do you think they're going to be vying and fighting to be the ones that we spend our money with are we going to be seeing lots of sales or because they haven't had any money are we going to be seeing people putting their prices up uh, I, I don't think prices are going to surge in the short term. I think there'll be there will be a lot of effort to get people through the door again. And that I think what retailers are desperate to do is to break the online habit, and that the amount of uh, money spent online has increased. I think it's over well over a third now of total spending, and people say the trend towards online has been accelerated by as much as a decade um, in this. Uh, in this lockdown period. Now, I think what retailers are desperate to do now is just get people to break that habit. People find it very easy to shop online. Will they be persuaded to go back into stores and spend money? Yes, I think they will be, but I think there will need to be incentives for them. So I would expect to see a lot of promotions, a lot of incredible offers, 
just to get people through the door and shopping in stores again. I think it might be quite good fun. There might be some fun coming back, Jonathan. Oh, I have not a shadow of doubt that people are desperate for fun. Um, it's been a long, long slog. They've got the money. Um, there will be, you know, I don't know if we're going to, we're entering the roaring 20s or not, but certainly we're going to have a roaring summer fueled by a lot of big sports events and the return of culture and, and maybe festivals and so on. And we've got nowhere to go. I mean, the, the, you know, the numbers in this country are, are excellent, but we're sort of sealed off from the rest of the world. So that two, three thousand that you might splurge on the on the foreign holiday, that's not an option at the moment. So I think a lot of it will be recycled into domestic funds. I mean, staycations may be very close to home. London London are hoping that a lot of Londoners will, now that Cornwall's booked up and, and um, you know, the other, the other fun spots in, in the UK and you can't get abroad, I think the London, a lot of London businesses are hoping that people will actually stay in London for their holidays and, and staycation in their own city. You can read more from Jonathan in the Evening Standard newspaper or online at standard.co.uk. And that's The Leader. Join us again tomorrow at 4pm. Hit the follow button to make sure you don't miss us. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.